Hi, my name is Stephen. Hi, I'm April. This is the Three Pi Squared ABA Business Leaders Podcast, where we discuss topics on how to create and grow an ethical and sustainable ABA practice. Together, Stephen and I owned a seven-figure ABA practice that provided both clinic and in-home services. Three Pi Squared has helped over 900 ABA practices start up and expand with our comprehensive products and services geared specifically to ABA. Now, let's get to the podcast. My hat looks crooked. I don't know what to tell you. Anyways, hello, everybody. Uh, Yeah, so today we are going to be talking about um what are we gonna be talking about credentialing credentialing i keep wanting to say collaborating because i have like collaborating on the brain because we've been talking about that a lot too Mm -hmm. but yes credentialing so should you hire someone to do your credentialing or should you learn how to do it yourself Mm -hmm. that's kind of the big question that um a lot of people ask us um those of you who are watching or listening live um feel free to join the conversation ask any questions like offer any comments um that you may have we just kind of have a just a casual conversation today about that and that's a big part of it is um you know just to allow space for uh, any questions that you guys have because we get that question a lot mm-hmm. and there are some definite pros and cons to that would you say yeah so yeah so if i mean i already know what you're gonna you know like your yeah. viewpoint on this but let's pretend i don't okay. so like should i i'm starting a new company should mm-hmm. i uh i'm looking at credentialing and it's 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 a process there's mm-hmm it's there's a lot there mm-hmm. um i bought your business like your member your your three by squared aba business builders membership thing whatever mm-hmm. like i i got all your stuff but i still like i i just i'm just really toying with um hiring someone to do this for me because this just seems like a lot that i don't really want to take on so what do you think should i should i hire somebody or should i just take the time to do it myself um i mean if do you have the money to do it um i'm gonna say that i'm started up and i really don't have the money i could probably come up with the money if i needed to that's how much, how that's much, how much money you got that's how bad that i like <laughs> i am i am really dreading this process right. and i'm really you know, I keep putting it off and it seems really overwhelming to right. me. Right. I, I can understand uh, you're overwhelmed at this process. Uh, so I'll give you like normally what I get um, when someone's using somebody and then they've reached out to me. So normally they've paid somewhere between 250 to $500 per funder. So maybe, you know, they're getting a network with Aetna, Optum, Kaiser, Magellan. So if you're paying $500 per funder, that's $2,000. Um, and the people that come to me and have done that, like have are reaching out and saying, hey, I need help credentialing is, you know, um, the, the biller did not finish the process. 
Um, they've received the contract, but they haven't um, gotten their rights. They don't know um, who can bill for what. So mm -hmm. do we need an RBT or can they just be a BT? Um, they don't know if they have modifiers. So can mm -hmm. does a BCBA make more with 97153 than, a, than an RBT? And they don't know who their network rep is. Mm. Uh, occasionally, someone will reach out and say, I was credentialed, but I was credentialed as a sole provider and not a group. And now I want to bring on another BCBA, but I can't. So this is this is the the issues that people report to me. Um, so like if you are in a position where you can afford this, okay, fine. Just know that every BCBA that you hire, you're going to have to pay this again. Mm -hmm. So if you're comfortable with that, like then go to it. Um, well, I mean, it sounds like, okay, so let's say you, you have the money mm -hmm. and you're willing, this is something you're willing to invest in. It sounds like it's, a, it's, it's fine to do, but that there are a list of things that you yes. need to know up front. So yes. like you need to have that um, conversation with, with, the biller. with the biller first yes. before you hire them so, for this project and say, okay, these are the things that I'm going to need up front or as we go in the absolutely. process, I'm going to need updates on certain frequency, mm -hmm. you know, and then I'm going to need all these yeah, things so, that you just so, said. So right? when I talk to someone and say, okay, if you like, if you're on the fence and you're going to get a biller, right? So the people that I normally talk to, they've tried a biller and it didn't work out, right? Or maybe they so, don't want to put the money into getting a biller. It was that kind of like, or don't have the money. To yeah. So either it. they don't have, like they, they want to know how to credential uh, or they, cause we do offer credentialing services. I will not credential for you. I'm just telling you like, that is not my, what I do. And we can talk about what we do, uh, how we do it differently. But if you are going to, you know, if you are going to get a biller to do this, um, then I highly recommend that you, when you talk to these people, you say, you're going to CC me on every email, mm -hmm. right? You're going to update me about phone calls or letters that you're sending. Like there's no secret sauce here, right? Like you have to keep me in the loop on all of it. And at the end of the day, I require before payment, I require my provider manual. I require, uh, my rates. I require my network rep information and I require where do I find updates on my provider manual, right? Like you, you have to give me this information um, because that's, those are the big pieces, right? Mm -hmm. the, and, and so now my recommendation, like if you have the money, fine, but I, I still say, like do it yourself. My recommendation is to do it yourself for those four reasons. Cause the vast majority of, of billers just, they want to keep it secret and it's their thing. And this is, you know, they, this is how they make their money. Um, and, and Hey, that's what they do right now. You can find some good billers out there, right? We are working with three of them right now, reach out to them. Um, they're helping us with our billing content. They're amazing. Right? The came highly recommended. I highly recommend using them. They're well-known, highly recommended, and, and they have great reviews. So use one of them. Um, now, there, there are lots of billers out there that claim that they know ABA. Like, the, the again, ask them these questions. You may want to ask for 
referrals. Like, okay, what ABA companies have you worked with in the last six months that I can talk to that have actually had success with you? Um, because it's just so often I'll get that feedback. Like, hey, Steven, like I'm a sole provider. What do I do now? I need to hire a BCBA. And like with a couple of people, we've then tried to get them in network with a group and the the network was closed in their area. So like now they're completely screwed, right? So well, yeah. too, like when we were when we were like we put out a lot of like invites to for, to billers to join our billing course. Mm -hmm. Um and we uh, that, was, that was a struggle. I yeah, and we interviewed a, like a number of people. Yeah. Um and I don't want to come across like I'm like, I'm not like trying to like dog billers by any means. I'm like trying to put anyone down, but um, just just to help you to understand that like it's really important to ask very specific questions, and it's important to know what you need to know from them and know the expectations that you're gonna have for them because yes. we talk to numerous people that in our like correspondence back and forth like via like messaging and email and stuff like that that it sounded like they know ABA and they have billed ABA before. Once we got on the um, on the video call and we were asking very specific questions, mm -mm. they couldn't answer. No. You know, oh, we'll have to get back to you. And then it came out quite a few that we talked to. It finally they got kind of pushed to say like, well, this is this is something we'd like to start doing, but we're we haven't built any ABA or we haven't done the specific kind yet or something yeah. like that. To enough information, like once we really had these. Like I said, email correspondence messages and then a video call that was like 30 minutes to an hour. Like it took us a little bit of time to really parse out like what they know and how they can help and if they're going to match our needs. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's really important if you are going to hire someone that you do that work on the front end to know what you need and to really be able to like have that conversation and, and to see if they match what you need yes. and, and if they have references and if they've how much how many years have they been doing this? Correct. Yeah. And then the, the other thing is that like you are going to have to provide all of the information. So you need that your your company name, you need your um, tax ID, you, you need your uh, type one NPI, you need your type two NPI, you need your CAQH, you need your professional liability insurance, you need your phone, your fax number, your email all of the, your board uh, of medicine license, if it's applicable in the state that you're, like all of this stuff you have to get and provide them. So you're gonna build this list that then goes on a form that they may fill out and then send back to you and say, hey, does this match? And then you have to review it and then you have to sign off on it. So why, right? Like why, why do that when you can just fill out the form, uh, submit the application, um, and then get all that stuff that you need. So the rates and the contract, the network rep, um, you'll, you'll know where your provider manual is and you'll be able to find the updates, right? So this is why I do recommend that even if you do have the money, I recommend doing it yourself. The, uh, the other thing that you can then put in place is a TA so you can hire an admin person, right? And and then use that money that you would have spent on a biller as an investment in hiring um, an admin person that can then take other things on as well. Um, so 
Um, and then this person that's adding new BCBAs to your group can just bring take that on as part of the responsibility. So you, you build out your treatment integrity or your work construction or whatever you task want to call analysis. it, task analysis, and then they just do it, right? And so that's how we did it. I was, I was the one doing it when we initially started this. And then uh, I trained our biller, our in-house biller to do it. Um, but you know, as soon as we hired someone, we were sending over the paperwork and saying, fill this out, get us this information, um, so that we could get them in network as quickly as possible. Um, and, and like, it's not that difficult. Um, and look, you have a master's, I assume, right? If you're, if I'm talking to a BCBA right now, if you get your master's, you can do this. Like, this is not super complicated. It's fill out a form and then wait yeah right? it really so, is just following a, yeah. a list and yeah. and and you know more about the um you know your network rep i mean that and you may not know like when you're starting if you're starting out and you're brand new you mm -hmm. may not know the importance of that right. but knowing who your network rep is and getting their contact information and starting to build a relationship with them is going to be like so, so important, important. Over 12 years ago, we started our own ABA practice. And let me tell you, the journey was overwhelming. We were always asking, do we have everything we need? Are we missing something? And honestly, we didn't know what we didn't know. That's exactly why we created our client handbook. To give new and existing ABA practices the clarity and confidence we wish we had. From the initial onboarding service policies like in-home session guidelines, the risk assessment, the onboarding process, medical questionnaire, we've got you covered. With two comprehensive updates a year, all free of charge, and having been vetted by over a thousand practices, you can trust our handbooks. We want you to have the peace of mind that we yearn for for years. Uh, with our guide, you don't have to worry about the unknowns. Because we've been there, done that, and now we're sharing it with you. So check it out today and empower your ABA practice. For future issues that come up. Yep. Um, and then also as we, we talk about quite a lot, the rate negotiation mm -hmm. piece. like That's the other thing that billers just don't sure, really do. Yeah, you don't want to sign. Um, you don't want to sign that contract until yep. you have fully looked at those rates and you understand, even understand the contract. I mean, I, I suggest like I, my recommendation is like even getting an attorney to like review the contracts in the sense of like, what I'll say it this way. What I wish I would have done when I started, like Steven did all this stuff, like when we started and I didn't like, I just was like, yeah, okay, you did it. And then he trained our biller. And then when he kind of stepped out and didn't have as much play in, in my agency, and I was just, you know, lucky to have this great in-house builder who knew all of her stuff. But then when she went on maternity leave um, and things happened a lot quicker than was supposed to. And then I found myself not really knowing enough about the process and not understanding what I was looking at. And not that like specifically any contracts came across my desk at that time because we were well into that. But it was the, the thought of, oh, gosh, these are some things that I these are things I need to educate myself on. These are things that I need to be better at. These are things that I could, you know, recommend to other new owners. These are things that would be great thing, great to know, great mm -hmm. to educate yourself on. And so like even being able to, because contracts can be really complicated and they have like 
you know, legal jargon and all of that. So even like learning how to read a contract, I think is super important to know what you're looking at. Yep. And if you don't, then like reaching out to an attorney to say, hey, can can you help me to understand what this means? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once you once you get done a few of them, you're going to start to understand mm -hmm. um, and know what you're looking at and know what you're looking for. And so, you know, if you're if you have the relationship with your network rep and you're doing this process on your own, then you definitely can take that uh, responsibility for that and make sure that you don't like miss any of those steps. Right. right. Like, right. yeah, I, is that, I, is that, is that, yeah, like... I mean, that's right. Like, like if you look at the contract and you don't understand it, don't sign it. Uh, I don't, don't do that. So you definitely need someone that can advise you, whether that's like, again, it's a mentor that understands business or if it's an attorney or an accountant that like someone that can interpret this so that you have a good understanding of what you're signing, you know, like even just, okay, what recoupment laws do I need to understand? Right. Mm -hmm. These, these should be based on the state. So uh, just making sure that you understand the recoupment and what, how, how are they going to do that? So that's that, that in itself is really important. Like another thing that we get asked quite often is oh, do I need an RBT or is it just a BT or um, can like, can we concurrently bill or um, does the BCBA get a higher rate for 97153? Like, oh, great questions. Yeah, location, right? you know. yeah. What, what locations do they allow or what don't they allow? Um, and so these are great questions and a network rep or your provider handbook should be able to answer these for you. And so, if you get your contract from the from your biller and you don't have your network rep uh, and they're not answering questions um, then and, and you don't have your provider manual i don't know how you answer these questions right so you really you really need to understand that and if you are going to work with a biller you know again talk about rate negotiation so if they do not do it which i don't know any billers off the top of my head that help with this uh, if if they don't do it, that they will allow you to do it before you sign the contract. You have to do it before the signing contract. Your your first contract. Now you know we're not getting into rate negotiation. Listen to our rate negotiation podcast. Um, but like most most funders won't let you. Um, it's hit or miss. So, but but I will say that probably most funders are not going to let you rate negotiate on your initial contract. But you can sometimes get them to change the first um, time you can rate negotiate. So let's say they say you can't rate negotiate for two years. Well, maybe before you sign that contract that you can negotiate, hey, can we do it after one year instead of two years? So there is still some room there. And I would highly recommend taking, this is a great opportunity to practice your negotiate skills. Uh, because you got you're gonna have to learn uh no like I, like i said i have not met any company or biller that actually does this on the regular and even if they do no one is going to fight for your company like you do uh so you really have to learn how to rate negotiate so um i highly recommend taking these opportunities on your initial contracts to practice these skills it's really important um yeah, and, and that's that's really it. Like just making sure that hey, you're gonna copy me on all the emails. You're going to tell me if I can currently bill or not. You're gonna give me my rate, uh, my my network rep. 
You're going to allow me to rate negotiate. You're going to um, get me my provider manual or at least send me the link to the provider manual uh, so that I can get my updates. Uh, those, those are critical things that you absolutely need. And again, the people, when I'm talking to people about rate negotiating, or sorry, uh, credentialing, I get, I get this all the time, right? Like I got a contract, but I don't have my rates. And they, I, the, the biller I was using, stop talking to me. Like, what do I do? Don't sign the contract. Please don't sign the contract, right? We need to get your rates. We need to know what your rates are and you need to do a budget, um, to make sure that you can accept those rates. Uh, if, if these rates are terrible, uh, please don't sign that contract. You are bound by those rates, right? So we don't, if the rates are bad, uh, that they won't work for you financially and you've signed the contract, well, you're bound by that contract for a certain amount of time. Um, so you, you're going to have to terminate that contract. Uh, so you're going to have to accept the, uh, those, their, those um, that funder for a certain amount of time, right? Uh, so... Don't do that. So you you have to know your rates. You have to know if you can currently bill. You have to know your provider manual. Like what what's required in a session now, right? Like all of this stuff is so important, and you really need to know before you start billing. Um, so yeah, uh, that's why I do recommend doing it yourself. Like I said, you're gonna have to get like. So what we do uh, with our billing, we guide you through the process. I don't want any of your information. Don't give it to me. I'm not gonna do anything with it, right? Uh, I am I refuse to do it. I'm not doing it. Uh, I hate credentialing, it's the worst. So so what I'll do is I'll guide you through the process. Okay, here's the link to the Aetna um, application. Here's where you go to do your Blue Cross Blue Shield. This is what Optum requires. And, and you know, and that's the other thing that like, you should be asking biller like are you going to let me know which funders require an in-network audit right and we're not getting into in-network audits listen to our podcast on in-network audits we've covered this so um but that's another thing that you need to prepare for if you are working with funders that require an in-network audit so optum is a big one kaiser is a big one sometimes magellan if you're in network if you're a clinic or in home if you're if you're clinic you may have to do an in-person audit right so like there's a lot to this so your 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 biller should prepare you for that they may not be able to support you but they should at least give you notification that this is going to happen before you submit your application um so so those are the big things um and and i i do recommend doing it yourself uh, that's my recommendation and then in just like billing I recommend that you learn how to bill, right? Like maybe you don't, you know, a lot of people will take it on until they can't take it no more, right? So they learn how to bill, maybe they submit for a little bit, they understand it, they get they get a fundamental understanding of billing. And then they're like, yeah, this is the worst. I don't want to do this anymore. And then they outsource it. And then it's really time consuming. Yes. And you have a lot of things on your plate. And then the no, the super no, important to yes, understand how to, to understand do it, it yeah, right? How it works. You, because you have to audit your like you need an internal auditing system. And we did another podcast on that one. So check that one out. But like you like you're going to have because you're going to get a recruitment on it. And so you need to understand how to bill and, and how to check for uh, fraudulent billing or incorrect billing. Uh, so having a good understanding of billing is really important, but typical cycle is 
you like for a single BCBA practice is okay. I'm going to learn how to bill. I'm going to do it maybe three, four months. And they're like, yeah, this is too much for me. Now they get a biller, they grow to a certain, uh, uh, size, and then they bring the billing back in because it's financially, um, financially it's better to bring it back in. Cause there's a point where that 5% or 4% that you're paying the biller, um, you want that money back, right? And bringing it in, in in-house biller is going to be more cost-effective um, than having than outsourcing it at some point. So that that decision will need to be made at some point. Uh, but yeah, and then the same for credentialing. Um, you probably, again, in my opinion, should take this on initially, and then. Once you get a good understanding, you already have your network reps, you already know how to rate negotiate, you know where the provider manual is going to be, then you you give it to somebody else, whether it's that admin person that you've hired to to take some of the things off your plate, or it's a, a bill, a biller that you're working with currently, uh, that can just do it, right. And then you take it off. And then like I said, when you bring that biller back in house, then they can take on that responsibility of doing your 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 credentialing at that point so that's kind of what i see most of the time mm -hmm. i'm gonna say 75 80 percent of the time mm -hmm. um first doing it yourself then realizing you can't do this forever uh, outsourcing it and then bringing it back in once your company gets to that size that uh it doesn't make financial sense to have that outsourced anymore so yeah uh, I think I've covered everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, those were the points that we wanted to get across, like the, that we feel like that could, or like questions that were asked a lot mm -hmm. and uh, could be helpful. Um, you know, I think some of those things that you don't know, that you don't know um, as you're starting out and as you're learning um, how to start your practice and, you know, the, the pieces that feel overwhelming and like a lot. Right. <laughs> You know, so yeah, definitely. I think that that covers all the pieces that we wanted to. Um, and I don't see any questions. I see a few people watching. They're probably just soaking it all in. All right. But um, but yeah, if you need, like, if you're like at a point where you're like, oh, I want to do it myself now, but I really don't. I I just want somebody to hold my hand. Then that's what we offer, right? And and so you can get a one-on-one -on -one consulting package with us and we'll guide you through the process. And then the, the goal at the end of that consulting package is that you never speak to us again about credentialing because you know how to do it. And and so that's it, right? You have the skills. We've gone through a budget with you. You know that these rates are, are good for you. Um, you know how you have a good fundamental understanding of rate negotiation. You have your network rep information, or at least you know how to find it. Um, and then you have your provider manual, um, you know, if you can concurrently bill, uh, you know, if you get a, a bit, a higher rate for your BCBA versus RBT on, um, on the 97153, you come out with that information. And then when you hire your next BCBA, you already have it. And then it's, it's simple process at that point. Uh, and, and then you don't have to pay anybody else. You know how to do it and you're done. Right. So that that's how we do it. Um, and but if, if you want to use a biller, go to it. But I just highly recommend that you take our, our 
advice and get that information if you're going to use a biller. Ask those questions if you're going to use a biller. Um, and like I said, we have three highly recommended billers that we're working with on our uh, on our training. Use one of them. Uh, they have availability. Um, and uh, so and and if you aren't going with one of them, then please get references from legitimate, real ABA companies that have used them um, uh, to make sure that it's it's good. You know, post it on Facebook and say, "Hey, has anybody worked with these people before?" Like you really want to make sure because it's just too often someone will reach out to me. It happens too many times. Like it ha like probably a couple of times a month. Um, and I don't know many of you. So, uh, but it happens too often where like, yeah, I use the biller. I didn't get my rates. I don't know where my provider manual is. You know, it just happens too often. So highly recommend doing your research if you're going to mm -hmm. use a biller. Um, but if you need us, we're here and, uh, hopefully this is helpful. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. You good? No, I have nothing else to add. Thanks everyone for listening. And if you find this information valuable and, um, you would like to, uh, give us a review and, uh, rate our podcast then that would be amazing um yes. this will be up for you know and we really appreciate those of you who attend the facebook lives mm -hmm. on, on thursday afternoons it's, it's really great to see um that, that there are people in real time listening to what we have to say um and, and engaging and asking questions um but this will also air and sometime in the future yes. uh, in our podcast and YouTube. even show up on our youtube channel and so yeah like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. <laughs> if you're watching this on Facebook Live, uh, then, you know, even just leaving a review on our Facebook page would be super helpful. Like, the, like the more likes, ratings, comments we get, the more people get to see this content. Yeah, so if you enjoy it, other people, yeah. please do so, because uh, that really helps us all provide right. this free content. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Yes, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully it was helpful. If you would like to gain access to this entire video and actually our entire library of videos, please join our ABA Business Leaders membership. You can find that at www.3piesquare.com.